Blueberry conducts physician-led support groups, helping people live healthier, happier lives, free from metabolic disease. And on our podcast, Blueberry with Dr. Lori Martis, we bring to you nutrition and lifestyle medicine experts and extraordinary guests to empower and inspire you with the knowledge and stories of plant-based lifestyle so that you can be your healthiest self. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dr. Lori Marbus, and today I'm very excited to welcome a very special guest, Kelly Hale, who is one of my patients and who's had a wonderful transformation story. And I really think you guys are going to enjoy. So Kelly, welcome to the podcast. Um, thank you, um, Dr. Marbus and Lori. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, you know, uh, thank you for inviting me to, to share my story. And I'm, I'm really excited about um, I'm sharing that with your audience. Wonderful. And, you know, I, I think a great place to go is just kind of give a little background on you. So let's just kind of go back to the beginning. You were well until what was going on in your life and what, what did you deal with? And we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, pretty much um, most of my life, um, say growing up, um, you know, pretty much grew up on the, like the standard American diet and, and everything and never had any issues with, you know, health issues as a child, um, or even um, like weight issues. In fact, I think I just, um, I just, I calculated my BMI when I graduated high school. If anything, I was probably considered to be underweight, you know, as always, um, I had, you know, friends that were probably uh, giving me an insight into um, like their jealousy, like towards me, because like, oh, she can eat whatever she wants, you know, and she never gains any weight or anything. And they always saying that I had a, you know, a high metabolism or anything like that. And um, I was, you know, very active um, and never any issues. Um, and, but there probably was some indications that I probably had some, um, some things that were going on. Um, I am a mother of, of two daughters and um, my my oldest is almost 20 and my youngest is um, 16, I'm going to be 17 in October. And, but with my first um, pregnancy, I, um, I did have um, gestational diabetes and, um, but you know, nothing that the doctors told me to like be alarmed about, you know, I just needed to watch my weight when I was in my forties and, um, and then I probably wouldn't have any issues. Um, but then, uh, you know, felt pretty good. My weight was probably in check um, for, uh, you know, most of that, you know, I lost the, uh, the baby fat because, you know, after, you know, having your kids um, and things. But then um, in 2015, um, I had a, 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 a sudden like flare up, I guess it was what you would call. Um, and um, it was this one, um, one day or actually one evening while I was sleeping, um, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and all of my, my hands had swollen up and, and, and my rings, um, that were on my fingers, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get them off. And it was like, it was like a panicking, you know, kind of thing. It didn't have any, um, you know, any understanding of like what was going on, but I was actually able to, like, I remember like running my hands under cold water for a long time and, um, and, and was able to, you know, and like using some soap and things like that was able to get my rings off and, you know, but didn't think like too much of it. It was, um, it, it just happened. It like maybe it lasted for like a couple of days. Um, and then like progressing, um, over like a few months, 
I guess would say I just noticed like more and more stiffness um, and, you know, like joint pain and primarily in my hands. Um, I was noticing I was even I was having a hard time, like um, like gripping a coffee mug um, or uh, uh, I'm saying like gripping a coffee mug or um, a lot of like pain in my knees and my ankles. Um, that was, uh, that was the one that was just, I couldn't understand what was really going on. Um, and because like my ankles, I can remember, uh, like waking up in the morning and just almost like dreading to get out of bed because I knew that I was going to have like severe, like stiffness and pain in my ankles. And like, just that I would have to like walk it out each morning as, um, after I woke up and, but there happened to be like that time, there was a lot of stress in my life. I was going through a divorce and, um, and, and, you know, just, um, being a single mom and, you know, just like things and just like, okay, maybe it's just related to stress. Who knows what's going on. But then finally I decided I needed to go, you know, get this checked out and just, you know, discuss this with my doctor. And, um, when I went to the doctor, uh, they did, you know, blood work. And then my, um, the doctor actually called me back and said, you know, I'd like you to come in so we could discuss your blood work and never a good thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, but just like overall is what had happened is that, um, I had what my doctor hadn't um, told me is that I had markers for lupus mm. and, and then he wanted me to go see a rheumatologist. So then I go to a rheumatologist and, um, and ultimately with the rheumatologist, I had um, the diagnosis of rheumatoid arthritis and, um, but their arthritis was, um, I would say like, so, and we were just like treating the symptoms. Um, and, you know, as soon as at the rheumatologist, the, uh, the, um, the rheumatologist just offered me, um, like the series of medications I started on Plaquenil, um, and, then went to methotrexate and which in my mind and myself, I, I knew like from the very beginning that methotrexate wasn't going to work for me because I actually work in the pharmaceutical industry. And I can remember us testing um, methotrexate in my laboratory. And I remember like all of the precautions that we had to take of because of the exposure um, levels to this and, you know, like all the potential side effects and everything. So I was just like already in my head. I'm like, I don't even want to put this in my body. Like why? Um, you know, it, it was, it was very frightening and scary. Um, and, um, and, but then, okay, go ahead. I'm just going to ask, you know, did, so they offer you medications, but they never gave you any other alternatives or discussion about the cause specifically. Right. Exactly. Mm. And say, so, so every single time and like, I was actually seeing the rheumatologist from 2000, it was probably more in like 2016 up until um, 2019. And, but I was, I went through the whole series of the medications. It was from Plaquenil to um, methotrexate, then I went to leflunamide, and then ultimately to um, weekly injections of Enbrel. Mm. Um, and every six months when I would go to the doctor, um, I always had some inflammation somewhere. So they would always put me on a, um, on a round of steroids. And a couple of times there was a conversation of, or it was just like mentioned, like how much, you know, like diet soda do you drink? Or, um, you know, it really wasn't anything about my diet at all. 
And, and I said, you know, like, oh, okay. And then she said like limited to like one, one a day or something. And, um, but then in the meantime of all this from, and I, I really attribute it to, to the medications and things. And then, and like my own frustration, my weight is going up. And then in about a year and a half into this, then I had noticed from actually from all places from going to the eye doctor when they they did my vitals, I noticed that my blood pressure reading was really high, mm-hmm. and um, and but the person at that time like didn't even say anything to me and I was like, oh, that's really strange because I always remember, even um, like years before, my blood pressure has always been very low, and. Um, and so, and then I started to, um, like monitor it at home or I had gone to another doctor's appointment. I can't remember what it was for. And then I was just like seeing these numbers. I'm like, this is quite alarming. Isn't anybody going to say something to me? Mm. <laughs> you know? And then, um, but then I was taking my, uh, you know, like monitor my blood pressure at home, um, often, and I was getting readings of like 180 over 95. And oh my goodness. Yes. And it just, you know, I was like, okay, like, you know, what's happening here? And um, so I called um, my primary care physician and got an appointment. And yes, and, and, and in the meantime, even in the office that I was there for actually probably over an hour and a half because they kept trying to get me to like calm down and then take my blood pressure again. And, but I didn't leave, you know, when I left there, it was still in the one eighties over 95, um, spent the, uh, uh, the evening on, um, new year's Eve between 2017 and 2018 in the emergency room, because my blood pressure was 220 over 115. Oh my God. And this is on medications or off. And so I had just like started the medication and like ultimately got to the point where I was on four different medications for my blood pressure. Oh, wow. Along with medications for the RA. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So along with it. So, you know, probably at that time I was on Enbrel and probably, you know, an occasional round of steroids and then four different medications for uh, my blood pressure. And then in the meantime, like, you know, is, you know, an occasional, or I would say not an occasional, but an occasional like Xanax. And also probably I was on Lexapro at this time too, because I'm getting, you know, I'm getting anxious. I'm getting depressed. I'm getting, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's everything. And, and even in between, you know, at home too, on top of all the prescription medications, I could, I've always said often, like, I can't remember when there was a time that I didn't have like an aid to help me fall asleep either, you know, like taking melatonin mm-hmm. or taking, you know, an Advil PM. So then it would help, you know, cause the Advil is going to help with the inflammation. So then I get, you know, but mm-hmm. it's just like, it just seemed like everything was just, you know, counter reacting. And things were kind of spiraling out of control right. and no one said, okay, let's look at the root cause here. Right. So what's going on in your mind, right? So you're telling me you're anxious of like, really what's going on internally? Like, what are your thoughts? What are your, you know, what are your kids thinking? So really where, are, where are you there mentally? Yeah. I mean, just mentally, I'm, I'm frustrated. Um, I was, uh, I was nervous. Um, and, and also I have to say, I did have, um, you know, like looking at my family history, you know, it's just like, okay. So I knew that a lot of my aunts had arthritis. Um, I knew that um, both of my parents had high blood pressure. 
my father, um, he actually has had two heart attacks and he has seven stents. Um, my mom has um, peripheral artery disease and, you know, has, uh, you know, hardening of her arteries in her legs. And um, so just thing, and it's just like, and that is ultimately like where, what led me to this is because um, I, you know, in the, in the industry that I work in or um, in the pharmaceutical industry and in the quality control laboratory is actually where we work, we work and um, we're doing investigations all the time. We're always getting down to the root cause. I mean, that's what, you know, that's the first thing that the FDA says to us whenever they look at any of the investigations is like, okay, how far did you get? Ask the five whys, you know, it's like all the, all the problem solving, you know, techniques and stuff. And I can, and honestly, it's like, what led me to that is that I, I kept saying in my head, like, why? Like, I just don't understand why I like, you know, my weight is in check. Um, I, you know, I, I don't understand why I don't feel good. And, mm. you know, there's, there really is any explanation. And I just, and I wasn't accepting of it, um, you know, and I was, uh, I remember waking up, um, it was literally like one day in the summer of 2019. And I just, I, I, I had all of my, I was like putting together like my pill box, you know, <laughs> of, um, of all the different pills that I'm taking. I'm like, I just can't believe this. I'm not even in, you know, I'm not even in my mid forties yet, or yes. Um, so I'm approaching my mid forties and I said, I can't, I can't accept that this is going to be the rest of my life. And all I did was, um, I Googled anti-inflammatory diet mm -hmm. and I first came across, um, a, um, a woman, her name was Ivy Larson. Um, so she wrote the book, it's called clean clean cuisine. And it was more about just eating clean, um, mostly like organic foods, mostly whole food, plant-based, um, like plant predominant, but then, but still had some meats and dairies, but from like grass fed beef and, um, and, you know, like those types, you know, uh, free range chickens and eggs and things like that. And so, but then in, but then after that, so I, I, I actually read her book and um, said, you know, was committed to like, you know, giving this a try. And, but I didn't um, uh, stay with that for very long um, because in additional searches was the next person I came across, which was Dr. Joel Furman, which mm -hmm. I know, you know, very well. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, um, and, and, oh, and then the nutritarian diet and, and then, and just, and then it just like spiraled from there of, of, and just in a good way. Of, yes. Yes. And, <laughs> in a wonderful way. Um, and, um, and just kept reading and just kept adjusting my diet and over and over again to the point where it's like, I can say, you know, I don't label myself as a vegan or whatever, but it's like, okay, my, you know, like I have people say to me like, oh, you're a vegetarian or oh, you're a vegan. I said, no, I'm, my diet is a whole food plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I really like the term of nutritarian that Dr. Furman um, has, um, you know, coins, but it, cause it has a lot more information in there. It's, you know, it's really about like, it's, you know, fuel, fueling and um, your body with new, you know, nutrient dense food. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, 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 and just really understanding like, and even when I, I, when I adjust things and if I 
kind of like, you know, go off plan, I guess, if you want to put it that way and just realize how quickly, um, like your body reacts to it. And then, and it's like, oh, okay. You know, things are stiff today, or I feel like I'm, you know, um, like what's going on. And it's, and it really just has to like, I have to look and see like, okay, what did I do? What did I eat? And so, you know, and it really has an impact. Let's unpack your journey to feeling better, if you wouldn't mind. So you started on the, let's focus more on the nutritarian type diet. When you started that, how quickly did it take you, one, to start feeling better, and two, to get off medications? Okay. Um, and so I got off on the medications on my own um, because it's it just, and, you know, I don't necessarily like recommend that, um, you know, from everybody else, but I, um, I started to like wean myself off the medication, you know, as, um, as soon as probably like a, a month. And when I knew that I was, um, that I was like dedicated and like, okay, I'm really not going to turn back, you know, from this and knew that I, it, it's, and realizing it's the mindset of that. It's not a diet and it's about changing your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and just, surrounding myself by more and more knowledge of, you know, like, what is the best thing to put in my mouth and, um, and, and how that's, and, and how that's impacting on, and how I feel every day. And like, so let's talk about your blood pressure. Cause I know that lingered mm-hmm. a second. And yes. so can we just kind of talk about what was your, um, uh, journey to getting off four of these medications and then I, I really want to stress, talk about the stress that was a big part of yours as well. And what yes. those interventions were outside of diet that helped you mm-hmm. conquer that. So I feel like that's really important. Yes. I think it's, um, you know, it really isn't all about just your diet. It really has a lot to do with, um, like your overall, overall health and wellness. Um, and that is including, um, you know, your mindset and, um, work-life balance, uh, stress management, um, and everything. And there's so many, um, ways to address that, you know, just from, for one, if you're eating healthy and you feel good that way, and then also, um, you know, uh, incorporating a daily routine of exercise. Um, I, and even when, uh, when I don't, you know, follow like my plan, my own personal plan of, because in fact, what my, my daily um, schedule is, is that I wake up in the morning and I um, change into my workout clothes. And then I do about a 10 to 15 minute um, meditation um, just to start my day, just to clear my mind, um, you know, just to, uh, it's just, it's just such a great start to my day. I don't even know how else to explain it. And it's a, and, and then it's, and realizing that it's, it's such a practice. Um, It, it really is a practice and about um, getting that consistency into like your, your, your daily schedule and then, and how um, things are going to improve with the practice. Um, Because if you, um, I've just noticed myself on, the more and more that I incorporate the meditation into, and you know, like the um, the clearing of my mind, and um, you know, and just having like a positive mindset, how it allows me to handle every all the other stressors in your life. You know, it's like about you know thinking 
uh, you know, like having the mindset that you, you like not, not to worry about what you can control and is what you can control is how you react um, to the situations around yourself. I just found that, you know, throughout my day, if I don't do the meditation, then I'm, my mind isn't clear. Um, um, I'm not, I, I react a lot differently to any stressors that happen throughout the day. You know, I, I just find this and I just find that things just kind of like roll off my back now, you know, it's. Well, that's a really interesting thing. I'm uh, become very familiar with a gentleman. His name is Mickey Singer. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a book called The Untethered Soul and the Surrender Experiment. And I've just more recently been exposed to it. And it's really fascinating. So, but I want to go back to your story. And then I'll relate that why I mentioned mm-hmm. that. So you, you changed your diet. How long was it before you get off all of your blood pressure medications? Um, all of my blood pressure medications, I would say was probably um, three months. Okay. So three months but then you were still kind of hitting some highs on the blood pressure. Mm-hmm. What led you to meditation specifically? And then I would like, if you could share with us, what does it mean to meditate? Like what is the actual physical mental stuff that you're doing saying to yourself mm-hmm. that makes that happen? Because I feel like <clears throat> for me, meditation is kind of a new thing as far as mindsets, definitely practice and all that. But for me, the whole practice of meditation mm-hmm. is a whole nother level of there's a lot going on up here to turn off. Right. And relax, and but like, what is your do? Like, what do you do exactly? Cause that will be the question we get. Right. Okay. Um, what I do exactly is that I used, um, so I do two types of meditation. Well, I wouldn't say like two types of meditation, but I always do a guided meditation. That's what I always do. So I, I don't know. I don't think I could do a meditation on my own. It's probably going to take a lot more practice for me to be able to get there. You know, it's, um, there's been, uh, many people who've, you know, have gone to retreats or stuff and they've been, you know, like really involved in this where they can just, you know, quiet their mind on their own and stuff. I, it's probably very difficult. Definitely not there yet. I still have a lot of room um, to grow there. Um, but I, I literally have been just using, um, the calm app. Um, and I can't, I, I think it's Jeff Warren um, is his name, and I and forgive me if I um, if I pronounced his name incorrectly or if I have it wrong, but um, he actually has a um, a thirty day you know uh, course. I guess it's called on like how to meditate, <laughs> and so I just you know started with that, and then now I do his. Um, he has a I think it's called the uh, the daily trip. Um, so every morning it's about 10 to 15 minutes and, and it really is just this, this guided in, in, you know, in that course, it was on how to like, you know, on different ways to meditate, some different things to react to is, um, it's, um, just, just realizing that, you know, things are there around you and it's okay to have some quiet time for yourself and to take a deep breath and, you know, all this stuff is going on over here, but it's okay that it's going on and you don't have to address it right now. You know, it'll still be there, even though if you take 10, 10 to 15 minutes for yourself, um, it's, uh, and, and that type of thing. But then I've also, I do a guided meditation when I go to bed at night as well. Um, so I use, um, on YouTube, there's a, a wonderful gentleman, um, Jason Stevenson, and I know I do have his name correctly because I've been using his guided meditations for some time. Um, and it's, and his meditations are 
it's like two to three hours or even up to eight hours long. And, but it's about a 20 minute guided meditation to help you get yourself relaxed and to quiet your mind. And then probably by the end of that 20 minutes, you're sound asleep. But then in the background, there's still that nice, you know, calming, um, relaxing music um, or, you know, like those, um, like those ebb and flow sounds, that type of thing. So I found myself, I like when I do those, I fall asleep and I stay asleep And it. But if I happen to wake up in the middle of the night, it might just be like, oh, and okay. In a couple of minutes, I can <laughs> like drift right back to sleep. And it's like, it's, you know, really just keeps your mind quiet and, um, yeah, nice. so it's just been so useful. That's fantastic. So those are some great resources, guys. So she said Jeff Warner, the Calm app, and then Jason Stevenson on YouTube, which um, I, so I'm, I want to give you just a, also just on the, I feel like this is a great resource too, is that The Untethered Soul by Mickey Singer, because mm -hmm. he had a really interesting story. Um, it's way too long to, to describe here, but the um, point for him is also, like you said, you said, you know how you were mentioning there's this stuff going on over here and it's okay for you not to address it, but almost to see it as yourself as the higher center of consciousness, this, this witness to things. Mm -hmm. So the voice in your head that's screaming, you're stressed and tired or scared is just that it's a voice. It's a reaction. You're, you can observe it as yourself, mm -hmm. right? So this is an object. It's like, I can observe these flowers <laughs> behind yeah. me. It's the same idea with the fear that bubbles up, the stress, the anxiety, all those things. And you can just observe it and you let it come and you let it wash away. And so that was really an interesting way of how he described it. I'm halfway through the untethered soul. I've read the other, which is his life story, which is phenomenally interesting. Um, but anyway, but that that might be something you might find interesting as well. But but I feel like like when I've seen when you look over our visits is um, when you came to see with the blood pressure, that really was key factor was when you started doing that, that meditation. And you said, you know, one, the mood improved and your blood pressure and your sleep. That was huge. Yes. Yes. And it was, um, it, honestly, it was so relieving because I, mm. I couldn't tell you how many, you know, sleepless nights I've had or, or just, um, and just knowing how, like, everything is like just fluctuating throughout the day. And it's probably like, not that I'm measuring my blood pressure, you know, every, you know, a couple of hours or whatever, I can just see on how, how differently I, my body like physically reacts to any situation just because I'm just feel I can handle things, you know, so what is, much your, what is your blood pressure running these days? Um, my blood pressure is actually, it's been averaging probably like around the one tens over seventies. Perfect. And Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> That's fabulous. Um, no medication. So. No medications. And so the plant-based diet, stress management, better sleep, better mood because of all these things integrated to, into a healthy lifestyle has led you back to where you, you're like, this is, this is normal. This, this is what it is. Chronic disease is not normal. And, and I can't keep telling people that enough. Don't accept chronic disease as a, as a right. state and, you know, it, it really depends to how long you've been sick, but listening to your story, I would hope will bring really a, a good imagine, a good, a good amount of hope for someone. But I do have another question, which I always get. So I always want to make a point to ask is, Kelly, what do you eat in a day? Because if I don't ask, there will be some nasty comments if I don't. <laughs> right. 
Um, so uh, what do I eat a day? Well, definitely on a, an, every morning for breakfast, I have um, some steel cut oats and actually I'm kind of obsessed with my oats right now. I, um, I, I just finally got the combination. I, I called it the, my chunky monkey recipe. Um, so it's steel cut oats, um, cinnamon, um, a little, just a touch of maple syrup, um, some flaxseed, um, some, let's see, banana, obviously, and a couple of dark chocolate, um, vegan dark chocolate um, chips and, and walnuts as well too. So that's definitely um, my breakfast. And sometimes, and I, um, I, you know, I follow the, the information that's provided by so many of these wonderful um, doctors that are out there and all the information that we have. So um, often I do have also a green salad um, with my breakfast. Um, so I'm getting my greens in awesome. <laughs> very, very often. Um, so I'll have, and then probably some other type of fruit. It might be, you know, some blueberries and strawberries and, and maybe some cantaloupe. Um, and then for, for lunch, it's going to, you know, it just really varies. But today I actually had nachos in which everyone's like, you know, okay, like, how is that even possible? But, um, so I had, um, a couple of days ago, I made some queso from cashews. Um, and then I put in some, um, Rotel, um, tomatoes, canned tomatoes, um, fire roasted. And I kind of like it a little bit spicy too. So, and some diced jalapeno peppers in there and some black beans. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then also I've been experimenting with like some soy curls and like TVP as well. And like seasoning it with, um, with like, you know, a homemade taco seasoning. Cause it's so it's low in sodium and, and I actually, it's going to be one of the, um, the recipes that I'm going to post, um, for, of my own for the, for the first time. And, uh, and because I was saying it was, I found a recipe that replaces the, the, um, chili con queso recipe from my favorite restaurant and, mm. or from a family favorite restaurant. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know how to explain this, you know, but it's not loaded with the, you know, all of the animal fats and, um, and you know, the, the cheese and everything else that is just so unhealthy for us. And it's like, I always, I always try to do that is to find, um, some, um, you know, a recipe to, to replace, uh, you know, like those favorites that you always have. Um, but then I also had like a, a, a nice side of broccoli with that <laughs> as well. And I might even have, um, like a salad with that, um, too, but then, and, and then now it's, uh, and we're recording this on a Friday. So for a Friday night for, uh, for, for me here, I'm actually going to make some, um, some Asian food um, for dinner. Um, so like when we're finished with this, so um, I'm gonna uh, make some spicy Asian noodles. Um, I picked up some, uh, some vegetable sushi um, that is wrapped in um, brown rice and quinoa. And, um, and along with that, and I'm gonna make some miso ramen soup. Mm. So, and you know with some tofu in there and everything it's just um a big uh, you know array of flavors mm -hmm. 
So that's fabulous. And your girls, are they on board with the plant-based diet as well? Where are they in their journey? Yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're really um, not so much on board yet. And, mm. but I, I, I keep trying to do everything I can to aid, educate them mm -hmm. <laughs> and, yep. um, and, and also sneak in some things, you know, here and there and, and often, uh, um, so they're, you know, a little bit on the older side, um, you know, as, you know, older teenagers. And so mm -hmm. I kind of like leave them um, for themselves and said, if, you know, if they want, um, you know, if they can, if they can cook for themselves and everything like that. But then I, um, you know, I do my own thing. And yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel like for the younger people having raised, because we went to a plant-based diet my kids were 13 15 and 18 and now they're 28 almost 26 and will be 24 in october so the main thing that i did was uh well the boys were younger my daughter went off to college and then to medical school they're all plant-based now but we spoke a lot about animals and then the climate and mm -hmm. that really was a kicker because they were always super healthy athletic right but then you know i was relentless i made them watch all sorts of I'm a little bit more people are like you need to give people space, give them a job. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Nah, that is not how I'm working. So y'all do your thing. I'm going to be a little yeah. more aggressive because I feel there's such a sense of urgency, right? Because mm -hmm. I talk to people who are sick all day and right. I'm like, geez, come on guys. We, there is no time to waste here. And so that's, but I understand it is a journey and being a parent, it's, it can be a, a challenging one at that. So the hardest job, I think yep. we would agree ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, and I, I try to do everything I can to, to keep um, providing the knowledge to them and, yeah. you know, and educating them about it. And, but often they're just, you know, they kind of brush me off like, mom, you don't know what you're talking about. But then also another story that I would, I would love to share is actually the one of my mother. Um, oh, so, yes. And so I, I had said before, so my mom has um, peripheral artery disease. And so she has a hardening of, and, you know, like clogging of the arteries in her legs and it's since, and I think it was in 2013 was when she had one of her first surgeries, but she's oh. had a total of, um, I, I don't even, I, I, I don't even know what the number is at right now, but I, it's over 10 surgeries that she's had, you know, between, um, getting stents put into her legs and, um, and, and then she's also had bypass on both of her legs um, with the, with the arteries in her legs. And, uh, and she has, um, she's had difficulty, like just walking, you know, from even like 20 feet or, you know, a hundred feet, like down the hallway to like throw her garbage out and, um, without, you know, having like severe pain. And so this past, um, fall, she had mentioned to me uh, at one time, she's like, Oh, what, um, what would you like for Christmas? And she goes, as long as it's something that I can afford. I said, you know what I would really love? I said, I would love for you to give me one month. I said, just give me one month. I will do everything I can to support you if you just eat the way that I do. And because I just knew in my head, if my mom had, um, you know, if she, if she saw progress in that one month, then it would just motivate her just to keep going. Mm -hmm. Well, as of um, the Monday after Thanksgiving of last year, 
she she goes okay I'm gonna give this a try I'll do this until Christmas and that's what pretty much what her you know her thought was and her mindset she's like okay then I'm gonna do this and I'll give you until Christmas and she jumped right in went 100 in and I say she is still on this 100 and she has lost um, over 25 pounds um she had said at the time, I said that she probably averaged maybe a thousand steps a day. Um, and she said, she goes, oh no, she goes, it was probably even, maybe even 500 because she would get up, you know, and make her coffee and then go sit in her chair and then, you know, just like succumbing to, um, to the pain. And, um, and now she's averaging anywhere from like six to 8,000 steps wow. a day. Wow. And, and she, her, her pain has significantly gone down. Um, she actually just recently had her blood work done. All of her numbers are in normal ranges. Um, the only one that wasn't um, in the normal range was her creatinine level. Mm. And I think it was at, um, it was at 1.2 and it would, and we'd like it to be, yeah. Um, it's just a, a little bit. The renal of, function. Yeah. It's yeah. a kidney function. So yeah. the creatinine. And, mm -hmm. But, but that is, you know, the, the understanding of like, everything is all connected, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, if you're having issues here, it's going to affect your, you know, your arteries in, in your kidneys, it's going to affect your arteries in your heart into your brain to, you know, everything mm -hmm. else that's, you know, it, it's one thing or, you know, our lifestyle, it affects everything of us, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, but, but to note that it was after only after like a, I guess it was two months after she had been on this diet, but she had had her blood work done three months prior to that. And at that time, so she was just at high normal there, but at the time of three months prior, that value was at 1.8. Wow. So, so like everything is, you know, and she just everything going in the right direction, like so quickly for her. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I was just trying to, and my mom had the mindset, it's like, oh, you know, I'm too old. It's too far gone for me. And it just has um, been doing everything, you know, to help and keep her motivated. And do you mind asking how old is your mom? She's 72 years old. All right. So perfect example. I mean, it makes sense. The kidney is a very vascular organ. Mm -hmm. It's, right. um, constantly filtering your blood and, you know, removing toxins and creating urine, that type of thing. So that's fabulous. I mean, your mom owes you such a debt. I'm sure <laughs> she must be like, thank you. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, it's been great. It's really has, it, it's even, it, it's helped us. Um, like we, we joke about it too, but you know, it, our relationship and then also, um, you know, and, and just, you know, bringing community um, together mm -hmm. and just, you know, to supporting each other and then supporting and then, you know, maybe her, her friends are going to ask about, okay, well, you know, what are you doing? It's, you know, you know, yep. how is this happening? And then, so then now somebody else wants to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which brings us to your website, right? And yeah. some of the things you're doing. Can you tell me about that, please? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's been so exciting on, on what I felt like is my, uh, my own journey. And so I, I've always said that I, you know, I know all this knowledge now and, and what I do is I just keep trying to like educate myself. And I've been listening to, I listen to podcasts all the time in my commute, um, you know, listen to, you know, many audio books and then also reading all of the books as well. 
um, and and just keep trying to um, surround myself with the knowledge so that I can um, and reminding myself all the time of like why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, and um, so hopefully, you know, I don't slip off track, but I can't imagine that I would it anymore at this point. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's like when this is happening, like I, when I start talking about it, I just want to, uh, you know, continue to have a conversation with everybody that will, that will even listen. Mm. And, um, and as I said, I want, I want to stand, you know, on the rooftops and on the mountaintops and like yell to everybody. It's like, you know, we, I, you know, to everyone else that you don't know what you don't know. And it's like, it's like, there's so much information out there. And it's like, you, you, you won't believe this. I said that even um, like one other thing that I touched on, and I even said to my mom, like during all this, I said, there's going to be a point where you're, you're going to be, you're going to get a little bit angry <laughs> because you're going to get, you know, you're, it's very frustrating and it's very, it, it, it anchors you because you've gone through this for so long. It's like, don't you wish that someone had told you this 30 years ago? And, right. and, you know, and then we, maybe we would have never had to go through, you know, all of these surgeries and all the medication and all the, you know, the, the, the mental anguish, the physical anguish, it's just, um, right. it, it, you know, it's rather frustrating. So, um, so the thing that I, um, one thing I always remind myself and I have this posted in my office, um, at work and also, um, like here right behind me is a quote from Maya Angelou. Um, and it is, it says, um, do the best that you can, um, until you know better. And when you know better, do better. So, I've kind of like taken that as my own motto is I want to do everything I can to help everybody around me to know better. Um, and so I have um, started this journey of um, getting a certification as a health and wellness coach um, with well coaches um, because, you know, obviously I'm not trained in this or anything. And that's what I, I you know, I want to do. I want to help, you know, what is the best way that I can bring this message to, um, to people and to help them you know, adopt um, this type of lifestyle. And it's, and again, it's not just about like the, the whole food plant-based, you know, that is the, a big set of it, but also, you know, your mind, your body, and also, you know, your community relationships, um, things like that. Um, so I have started um, as well. I've started like my own Facebook page and um, on Instagram, and then also um, a website, my website, it's called um, Thriving on Veg. Um, is, is, you know, it's, it's the title of like, I don't know, my brand, I guess, if you want to put mm -hmm. it that way, but, mm -hmm. but it really is just in like, you know, the beginning stages and everyone's got to start somewhere. So, mm -hmm. um, hopefully it'll, you know, start to take off after I finish my, um, certification and then maybe, you know, gather all the information from all of these, um, different resources and, and put together my own program that I can, you know, help people on how to transition into this type of lifestyle. Awesome. And what is the Facebook group and your Instagram handle? We'll put everything in the, yeah. the, the show notes, but mm -hmm. go ahead, please share. Yeah. It's, um, it's thriving. So it's thriving without the G on veg. Okay. And that's both the Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, both excellent. Of them. And and also the website, but it really is like the website is just a shell right now, but it's, you know, you know, thrivingonveg.com. You'll start. That's the yep. thing. That's all you have to do is you have to get started. You yes, just exactly. Got to start somewhere. 
we all have our beginning. And so and before you know it, it's 10 years later. And but uh, no, I, I will tell you, I think this is a fabulous, fabulous um, story. And I know you're going to influence and inspire many who are listening and many people in your future. You don't even know who <laughs> the ripple effect will be. So um, yeah, thank you, Kelly. Forward to get a nice, you know, uh, community together and just, you know, anyone to, for everyone to support each other. And that's, and that's all we want. You know, I always tell people, my patients, like, please put me out of business. <laughs> that means I've done my job and, you know, we come visit, we become physicians because we want to heal people mm -hmm. and to see others join in that mission, be it physicians or non-physicians or whoever in any capacity they can is such a joy. So the being on this journey together is so much more enjoyable than doing it alone. So exactly. I agree with your community aspect and with that, um, any final words you'd like to share with the audience, maybe to someone who's thinking about doing something like this, or they're like, mm, I don't know, what would be that one bit of advice you give to someone who's on the edge, but on the veg edge? <laughs> yes. Um, the one thing I'd say is just, you know, give it a try. Don't, um, you know, what do you, what do you have to lose? And that was the one thing my mom, I had said to my mom and she had said, you know, Oh, some weight. I'm like, Oh, you know, <laughs> and that would be great. But, um, but it just, you know, there's so much life to live and, um, and, and, and we can do it healthfully and, you know, and that's just wonderful. Just give it a try and don't be afraid to, um, you know, don't give up and, and just try, try different, you know, different recipes always, um, you know, you can do it stepwise, you can do it um, by jumping all in and, um, you know, but always like set goals for yourself. Um, almost, you know, your own personal challenges, and just and just build on it. And, um, and, and, and don't be afraid to, you know, to look for the information, ask the questions and, um, and, and just keep educating your about educating yourself. It's, you know, like I said, once you know better, then you can do better. And, and we, I think we all want better for ourselves. Absolutely. And don't let perfection get in the way of progress. So yes. you just keep doing better. You can every moment, every meal, every day. So with that, I want to thank you again for being on the podcast. I think this is wonderful. And everyone, please check out all her information. Give her a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and check out her website. And I'm sure there'll be more content coming. As you said, it's just starting. And we're here to support you guys and anything we can do. And thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And I hope you enjoyed that video. Before you go though, please hit the subscribe button and the alert button so you'll be notified whenever we release any new videos. We upload a new episode of Blueberry with Dr. Lori Marvis on Friday. Now, if you'd rather listen to the podcast, you can find us on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and even Spotify. If you're looking for amazing resources to help you start a plant-based diet, sustain a plant-based diet, exercise, recipes, or anything wellness, we got you covered there too. Because at Blueberry, we actually provide physician-led support groups to help people live happier, healthier lives and free from metabolic disease. Don't forget to check out our website at blueberry.health and thanks again for watching.